It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. And that would be the cue for us to start talking the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Dennis and Brady, and uh, a lot to kind of go through, even though it's only been a couple of days uh, into this uh, week. Um, there's, There's been some good stuff going on. Monday was a big day. Uh, for area basketball, both boys and girls, and uh, there's been some nice hockey games going on. We're really hit, hitting the stride of this sprint of a season. We've been uh, we've been busy. When, when did we start basketball? What was the official date that the, uh, the winter eighth, sports season? I think I did Mooney versus Lonskus North. Let me check. So it's yeah, like the February eighth. So the eighth to the twenty fourth. So, so fifteen sixteen days. We've already done. 26 games, hmm. and that's with a snow day thrown in there. Yeah, but well, we did get to basically add a game because of the snow day. Cause we yeah. Because we triple header on Saturday. That, that, that did work out uh, in our favor, uh, and one of the busier days was Monday, and we'll talk about that to get the uh, podcast rolling in just a moment. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 850-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady, and uh, let's get right into it, and we'll start with uh, Monday, uh, and we'll start with the boys this time. Normally, I would be a a ladies first, but um, there were more boys games and more things kind of going on here that need to be talked about, and I'm actually going to start with a game that wasn't one of the games we did. Okay. Um, Because the the game you did was a blowout. Yeah, there's some interesting things to talk about there, but we'll get to that in yeah, a minute. We'll, we'll get to that. Let, let's start with uh, Northern's 67-55 win over Southlake, where Tyler Jamison had his second straight triple-double. Um, and this, uh, against Anchor Bay, he had a triple-double, but I think it was 14-10-10. This is a man-sized triple-double. 24 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists. He's doing everything for the Huskies right now as advertised. He, he gets inside. He, he doesn't just stand outside the three-point line and jack threes, but he can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he gets to the free throw line to score. He gets dunks to score. He'll play in the post with the bigs. He's getting rebounds. And he's making everybody around him better the way he moves the basketball. And two guys that have fed off that in the last two games, Ryan McNeil, who Monday had 19 with 15 rebounds, that's a monster game. Yeah, that's a, that's just not bare, that's not ten and ten. That's a big old double double. That's a and big. And in most double. games, that's the lead story. And Kastabrowski had fifteen with eight rebounds on Monday, and that's two straight games that he's been in double digits for the Huskies, and that all spells out really well for them. Yeah, um, I said before that I wanted to see like a third score appear, and well, last two games Kastabrowski has really done that and I'll get to see them tonight when I when I see them take on St. Clair but Northern sitting real pretty at top of the Mac blue gold they are uh, undefeated along with Lakeshore so that's going to be I believe they play Friday that'll be a really nice matchup and a fun one to see Um, so a nice win for the Huskies and uh, Jameson has been as advertised so far uh, this season um, because before the Anchor Bay game on Saturday, I think I said he was uh, averaging 24 points a game, mm-hmm. and that's what he got, 24 <laughs> points last night. Um, so uh, just, you know, sometimes you, you tell people a guy is good, and then it doesn't work out that way. I'm telling you this guy's good and it's working out that way, and he's just a, a sophomore. Yeah. Just a sophomore. Yeah. That's the scary part is – the blue gold's gonna have to deal with this for another two seasons. Yeah, <clears throat> think about what he's think about what he's gonna be doing by his senior year. Yeah, it's not gonna be fair. It's gonna be. I love it. Yeah, I hope it isn't fair. <laughs> he's gonna average a triple double by that point. So yeah, Northern that would is, be fun. Northern's cruising. They are atop of the blue gold and another area team that's atop of their division in the silver bronze marysville tied with lakeview they had to pull out a gutty win down at center line again we didn't do that game but i think it's worth talking about yeah marco singleton had to score 15 points in the fourth quarter um he got into real early foul trouble that's a gutty win for a Marysville team that needed to be tested. Uh, and, yeah, and, and probably a, a surprise. You're probably like me. You looked at that, Marysville at center line. Okay, they'll go down there. They'll win that by double digits. That's a 15-point win waiting to happen. And they had to come from a, behind. Yeah, knew it was going to be a – he called them a dark horse team, the center line is. And you'll get to see them tonight. He says yeah. they're really athletic. So 51-47, the Vikings ended up winning that basketball game. And uh, as you said, really kind of the, the first game where they've been tested this year uh, and had to show a little medal in the ball game. Yeah, because they had won every other game by, I believe it was mm, double digits at least, if not more. So he will, uh, they will, yeah. Get to come back. They have a pair of home games to follow up. So the game against Centerline, good to see them eke out a win and have to really earn one. But I still think they should go undefeated in the the Silver Bronze. It's just going to be that Lakeview game is going to be the one they have to circle. And you're not going to bark at the the officiating in this game? I don't know. I just heard secondhand. So. (laughs) 
We we know Coach Shunk got a T. Yeah, so. that was the rep- <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got more than the two you two claim. Well, I don't know. You're the one that is on him for all the T's he supposedly gets. I'm just disappointed you weren't on the call when he, he got one. He's the most boisterous coach in the area is what I will say. Yes. Maybe he's not getting the tease that, that I think he is. He's just very passionate. But he's very passionate, and he lets his opinion be heard throughout the gymnasium. Yes, <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and with a quieter gym, you hear it a lot more. Yeah. It's funny, where I sit at Marysville for when I do the games, when he's in his timeout, I can hear him clear as day. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk a little louder now <laughs> into, into the microphone. Hopefully it doesn't get picked up. <laughs> It's the, it's the internet, although we try to keep it uh, family safe around here. All right, the game you did see, Lance Cruz uh, at St. Clair, 76-48. Uh, Lance Cruz uh, cruised, uh, and Karan Williams was the story of this game, huh? Yeah, 32 points, six three-pointers. He, um, yeah, he took over that game. Um, and the thing was, so Lance Cruz at the end of the first got out to a 15-3 lead. It was only Cameron Bleasdale, the junior, who actually ended up with 13 for St. Clair, that hit the only shot of the first quarter. They looked bad. They came out in the second quarter and put up 25 points. How often do you see a team put up three in the first and finish at half with 28 points? Yeah, that's like those are two polar opposites right there. Yeah. That's like you start out that cold, especially at home, and then all of a sudden you figure it out. Yeah. Again, the only problem was they gave up 22 in the second, so they were down 28 to 37, or 38 to 37-28, excuse me, to Lance Cruz, and then they just couldn't stop giving up points. They gave up 17 in the third and 22 in the uh, fourth to end it at 76-48. The good news is 11 different Saints scored. So they, they get it from a, a, all around. They do kind of like what you said Marysville girls do. They do like the hockey shifts. I don't know if they did that against uh, uh, Marine City when you saw them. But yeah, I'm trying to, to Coach re- Bullier was subbing in five guys at a time. And I will say this. They might not have the most talent, like basketball skills. They play as hard as any team. The Ellis's, just like in football, they play hard. I mean, you can, I can go up and down this roster, Cameron Bleasdale, Carter Bulliard, Matt Buslup. I don't want to leave anyone out because they all play hard and they all contribute. It's just they need more people to put the, the brown thing in the round thing. Yeah. <laughs> kind of the same story at PH where the boys are really struggling uh, offensively. Uh, Lincoln beat them 55-29 to 29 on uh, Monday night. Um, and I just I just look at that and think 29 points by the Big Reds. Now, I know Stu likes to win with defense first, but – They've still been trying to push the pace. Yeah. That's the thing is they're trying to run up and down the, the floor, and it's just not working for them. Well, other than uh, um, Jaden uh, Ashford, they've really struggled to score. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been tough for the Big Reds. I mean – you just look at the athletes they have, you think they're going to be able to get more than 29 points. I mean, I know Lincoln's a tough place to play, but, ugh. I mean, they're they're only averaging uh, 37 points a game. And that's a surprise to me. And, and I know, uh, like, Ethan Balon is getting defended more this year than when D.V. Price was there. But I, I still <sighs> – He's a scorer, and I, I think 15 points a game is reasonable, and that's not happening right now. No, it's not. And you, like we said, I think the term I used back on our preview was they had to money ball those 20 points they lost when DV Price left. Not only are they not money balling it, there are guys that are regressing and not putting up numbers anywhere near what we, they need to if they want to start being successful. And for me, with, with Ashford kind of stepping up, they, they really only needed to find 10 more points. Right. But when you lose points from other players, like when I said that, you still assume Ethan Balon scores in the double digits every night. Uh, like I said, I think Jay Smolens is doing about what we thought he would do. He's getting you know, 8 to 10 points a night. 
Um, but so they they, I, they just need to start hitting from three, and I'm assuming with 29 points, they did not hit threes at all. Yeah, they have really, really struggled in, in that department. Hey, Marine City got a nice win on the road at uh, Clawson, 59-51. to 51. Um, uh, Again, the, the Mariners have won a couple of games this year, but it, it's kind of been a fight for them because, again, they're like a lot of our other teams. They're kind of going through a process right now where – Everybody left, and they've got a lot of young guys being asked to do things. And then you throw in that probably their best basketball player, Connor Allum, is down with an injury. Yeah, I mean, again, hey, you take a win, we can get a win. Again, at Clawson, not an easy place to play. I don't think they're uh, doing too well right now. Uh, they're the Trojans, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're struggling all the way out there in Clawson. But, I mean, PH and Marine City have their only league wins against them. And, uh yeah, I mean, it's nice to see Marine City get another win. Um, I mean, they take on Sterling Heights. That's another winnable game for them. Maybe they can string together a couple in a row, build a little confidence with a young team. Yeah, uh, and their coach thinks uh, that size-wise they're mismatched against most opponents. But, uh, again, I know it's, it's different in basketball, but there are athletes there, yeah. and there's some speed, too. And that can make a difference if you can figure out how to work it in. Yeah, like I said, being an athletic basketball player, usually it translates more defensively. I mean, you can get some of the best athletes you've seen and you have them shoot a three-pointer and you go, what the heck was that? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny. Like, you, you'll see a guy, a hockey player, looks beautiful out there on the ice, skates, got nice hands. They go to shoot a three-pointer and it looks like they've never played a sport in their life. <laughs> Cardinal Mooney uh, beat Lutheran North 53-51 on uh, Monday, and they got a lot of production. Kevin Everhart had 13. Luke uh, Julio, are we saying Julio or Julio? I think it's Julio. Julio had uh, 12 points. Trent Rice, who's been, I think, double figures in every game, had 10. And a guy I know that you like because of the dunkability, uh, Larry Dallas, 10 points and 14 rebounds. Well, yeah, that's what they need out of him. He's a double-double-a-night guy, especially in the league they play in. Um, that's what this team is built to do. Cardinal Mooney doesn't have one guy that can just – that will take over because they have depth. They have five guys in their starting lineup who can do this. And, I mean, you look at that right there, you have, what, 45 of their 53 points. Now I'm sure Coach McAndrews would like a little more from his supporting cast, but they really only rotate about seven, eight guys because they are one of the most in-shape teams you will see in the area, and they just wear teams down. Uh, and after, what, an 0-4 start, I think they've won three straight now. Yeah, 0-4 asterisk because a lot of teams in the area would be 1-3, 0-4 after that. Because they were they were playing row uh, they played what New Haven, Lonscrews North, uh, Gabriel Richard and Stony Creek were the other ones. And the Stony Creek game I think was scheduled like six hours before it was played. <laughs> but that's what he likes to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what that's, did that's what Coach say? McAndrews wants to do Mike because is he a wants man. he he wants to play tough opponents because he feels like. Um, and I, and I don't want to say this, and this is not him speaking. This is me speaking. I, I look at their district, and to me, that's a slam dunk for them. So they're going to play regional basketball. Yeah. You're not going to face weak teams in the regionals. No, no, you're not. And they have high expectations. They had high expectations last year. And this year, I mean, in, in Class D Division Four, whatever it's called now, they have a chance to be playing in a quarterfinal game. Couple more boys games. Uh, I just want to mention Romeo beats New Haven 57-47. Utica over Anchor Bay 73 to 59. Uh, and Imlay City beat Algonac. Algonac finally got to play their first game of the uh, season. Uh, they they took it on the chin 74 to uh, 30 as Parker Lewis scored 21 for the Spartans. Uh, but they did get 15 from Alex Schweiger and just more than anything, they finally got to play a game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they hadn't played a game. I haven't heard anything. But, yeah, it's nice for the Muskrats to finally get their basketball uh, underway. Uh, I'm going to switch real quick to hockey before we start the, the girls' talk. Because you had some good game. You had um, a good game. Well, I mean, to me, they're both good games because the, the local team won both games. First game, uh, I looked at it going in, and I thought, okay, 
this isn't going to be very interesting. Northern's going to roll. Gross Point North was 0-6. They'd been mercied in their two prior games, 8 to nothing. Um, yes, those are against teams from the MIHL that beat everybody 8 to nothing. But Gross Point North was really struggling. I believe they, they had scored like five goals Oof. in their six games. Um, but what I found out about them is despite having a 7.29 goals against average, their goalie's pretty good. Um, and Because uh, Northern, it, it's not like Northern played a terrible hockey game. Gross Point North stepped it up and played a really good hockey game, and lo and behold, you find yourself 3-3 three to three going into overtime with them. Um, but uh, Northern got a power play in overtime, legit call. Kid got hooked down on a basically a breakaway in on the goalie. Um, and so Northern on the power play, they're like, okay, we need to win this hockey game right here and now. And Logan O'Flanagan kind of took it on his shoulders, and I'm going to give you some numbers that are video game numbers here. And uh, and he shot a puck from the uh, point that went in and out of the net so fast. I mean, I'm trying to equate it to something that I've seen like in a pro game because it was a pro shot. Yeah. Um, it, it was an absolute bomb. I think I called it a bazooka. Um, and Northern won the game in overtime 4-3. to three. Here's what O'Flanagan did. A goal and three assists, so he was in on all four Northern goals. Northern has scored 33 goals this season. Which actually which is a pretty good number. For seven what? games, yeah. they've scored 33 goals. Logan O'Flanagan has been involved in 27 of their 33 goals. <laughs> okay. They've only scored six goals where he didn't have something to do with it. That's That's production. 16 goals out of 33 by the the rest of the team has 17 Logan has 16 so he's basically he's almost uh, he's averaging what like 2.2 goals a game uh he's got 11 assists I mean uh, just I mean seven games he's got 27 points 16 goals that's almost four points per game I mean that's like Gretzky stuff yeah those are those sound like fake numbers yeah, that that's like uh, you know you're 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 playing your Nintendo or whatever it is you kids you're play. Nintendo, wow. Yeah, you're, wow. you're Nintendo. Yeah, you're playing your Tecmo Bowl and your Bo Jackson. That's what that is. <laughs> Second game, Marysville, who has gotten hot. Um, you have to remember they didn't practice for a while. So. The, yeah, the, and and they lost that first game, and they had the two-two game with Thumb Legion. They uh, then beat. Uh, New Boston six to one. They beat Chippewa Valley nine to one in the game that I saw. Now Chippewa Valley had seven players, seven skaters, um, and they lost a kid to a spearing penalty. Their best player to a spearing penalty in the third period. So they finished the game with uh, just one guy on the bench, and they were gassed. Uh, and, but still, um, Marysville is gaining confidence. Nola Valley had two goals in that game, and what did that relate to? They play Pontiac Notre Dame prep, and he scores three goals, and they beat Notre Dame prep five to one. Yeah, that was a big that was a big win for Marysville. A little, I saw they were playing. By the way, sorry we didn't know you were playing last night. Uh, we got kind of busy and with your schedule thrown off. We would have been there had we known because that was at home. Yeah, basically what we're saying is we need a schedule from you. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> and we're sorry. Connor Coates had uh, two goals in that win and scored a goal against Notre Dame Prep. Uh, Taya Van Houtigan had two goals in the game, three assists against Notre Dame Prep. So you say, what good does it do to schedule a Chippewa Valley game? Well, in the case of the Vikings, it got a lot of kids going and feeling good about themselves, and it equated into their very next game the very next night against the Pontiac Notre Dame Prep team that Marysville handled. Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, there was there's a guy that does – uh, like computer composite rankings for high school hockey. In Division Two, there was in the top twenty-five. There were some local teams. In Port here on Northern was actually the highest local team at thirteen. This is through last Friday, so yeah. don't include the games that just happened. And Anchor Bay at twenty-four and Thumb Legion at twenty-five. So just real quick for you. Yeah, and you can throw Marysville into the. I'm I bet sure in the next one the that they do, 20. Marysville will be in there. Yeah. I mean, just for reference, Hartland, Livonia, Stevenson, Brother Rice, Marquette, and Byron Center were the top five. Yeah, and those are all real, really good programs. Yeah. 
Heartland has won state championship. Everybody on that list has won state championships except maybe Byron Center. Yeah. So. So there's your hockey. It's been it was a good uh, start of the week. Absolutely. Uh, we'll talk about the girls next, and and we'll start on Monday and then get into last yeah. night. But it's been uh, already it's been a big week for Port Huron High. Yeah. And they still have some important games on their schedule coming up. But the Lady Big Reds uh, looking like the Lady Big Reds uh, in the uh, last two basketball games that they played. And we'll talk about that next. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 if you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Yeah, it was a no doubt about it. We are talking off air because uh, one of the Chippewa Valley kids got a spearing penalty, and he's like, was it vicious? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it was a penalty. Kid was frustrated. You know, he it, it's to to me, he was a good hockey player in a situation where you can't win. Um and by the the by the time the incident happened in the third period, um I think uh, he'd had enough. He'd had enough for the night. Yeah. Wanted to hit the showers a little yeah, early. They 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 were two goals away from being mercied at that point and he's just like, "Well, here's a 5-minute penalty and the game." <laughs> not to to laugh about it but uh carter dove was okay i'm I, if my mem- my old man memory serves me it was carter that got speared but 
Um, he was all right. All right, let's uh, talk some girls basketball here. Starting Monday, um, this was a game that was uh, on the Big Reds' original schedule as a home game as part of the gauntlet that they wanted to run this mm-hmm. season in the regular season. Um, and then the 150th stoppage came, or whatever number we were at at, at that point. Well, and this game got, about got taken away. And then when it did get rescheduled, PH had to go to Renaissance mm-hmm. to play this game. Um, and they did this at a time when they were 2-3. and three. They'd lost back-to-back games. They're arguably their best player, Emma Tremblay, out with the, the cast on her foot. And Just your a boot, not a cast. Eh, if boot, it, cast. That's the way cast look to me now. <laughs> anyway, just so we're not getting people too worked up. No, she should be all right. Uh, sang the anthem, too, flawlessly last night. Um, but uh, they go to Renaissance, and they win. 61 to 56. And, folks, if you don't know about Renaissance, this is not like a pushover game. This, this is an elite program. Yeah. Year in and year out. Yeah, this is a huge win. I mean, you'd have to do so. I know they won 21 games last year, but you'd have to do some searching to find a win like this for Big Reds ladies basketball, and you probably have to go back quite a ways to find one. Yeah. If you could find one. What, maybe the northern upset in the district? Yeah, yeah, this, this is that size. And that northern team was expected to go deep. Renaissance expects to go deep every year. They mm-hmm. expect to win state titles. Um, but the, the Big Reds got big games from a lot of people. Morgan James had 14 points uh, in the win on Monday. Maya Jacobs, 13 points uh, in the win. Um, Julia Gilbert, 11 points. Madison Landshut, 11 points. Uh, and Amber uh, Seri with uh, eight points in that win. So it was a group effort. Uh, and the Big Reds, and obviously 61-56, that's a high-scoring ladies game. So you know Renaissance probably wanted to play that at a fast pace, thinking maybe the Big Reds couldn't keep up with them. The Big Reds kept up with them. Yeah, and then, well, they flipped it around the next night and won a game the other way. Real quick before you get to that, we'll, we'll list the other girls' scores. Uh, Lutheran North knocked off Armada 43-32. Marlette ran past KPAC 54-20. Harbor Beach slugged one out against Brown City 30-20. Peck knocked off Dryden 42-30. And Union Gosebowing beat Sandusky 35-25. Okay, to Tuesday. That, that, was, that was only the second loss for Sandusky, by the way. Yeah. So that was – looks like – I don't know where that game was, but – Yeah, I don't know. Uh, if they had to cross the thumb or I, not. I think it was at USA, but I'm not 100% on that. Um, all right, so to last night, where Port Huron High took on Dakota, okay? Brady, I'm going to tell you right now, Dakota is now 0-4 in league and 1-4 overall, but they're not that bad. <laughs> They're still Dakota. That's still an elite program with a good coach who coaches those kids well, and they still have good players. But they're different because they don't have that one kid that goes going to score um, that, that can get you 20. Um, they've got a lot of kids that are going to get you 7 to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was such a defensive battle last night. PH was up five to nothing midway through the first, and I wasn't sure Dakota was going to score in the first quarter. And then they went on a seven to two run, and it was seven seven at the end of one. So it was a tight ball game. PH tried to pull away in the the second, outscored them nine to four. So they're up sixteen to eleven at halftime. Dakota came out tough again in the third. It was locked down. Both teams were trying to get a presence in the post, and both teams just kept collapsing in on each other. And And neither team really shot a lot of threes last night or, or even tried to win the game from the outside. They were very determined that they wanted to score close to the basket, and every time – Somebody got the ball in the post. They were triple teamed. Well, and the thing you said to me when we walked in, I was like, because wow, I listened to some of the game and I saw the score. I was like, wow. So kind of a uh, 
a boring slugfest. You're like, no, it, it wasn't a bad basketball game. Because sometimes when you get these 30 to 34 to 29 games, you're like, that was not good. No, no it was still – you said it was just a defensive struggle. Yeah, I, I thought both teams really focused on defense last night. It was more like a boxing match. Jab, 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 you know, and then you go for the roundhouse and miss. It was kind of like that. Um, so it, it was actually a four-point game, and PH hit a three at the buzzer. Um, Landshut knocked one down at the buzzer of the third to make it 27-19, and I thought, okay. There, they, they landed a right mm-hmm. on the jaw, and now the fourth quarter will be where the Big Reds pull away in this game, and that didn't happen. The fourth quarter was Dakota's best quarter. They outscored him 10-7. to It was a two-point game with 54 seconds to go, and Dakota had the ball. But the Big Reds survived with defense, and they made their last four free throws to ice the game. Uh, Julia Gilbert had uh, 13 points last night. She only made two shots from the floor. Yeah. Those, she had nine points at the free throw line. How many of those four, though, were her her unconventional-looking hook shot? Yeah, well, she does the, the underhand scoop. It's like a it, hook shot, but she leaves it like – underneath her shoulder yeah it's not like like the dr j where it's way up high no it's well, like at rib level and she just kind of flicks the wrist and it you're like oh oh it goes in again and, and yeah and she got two of those and then dakota started to go okay that's what she does and and they blocked a few um uh, they have one big hannah tutant who had nine points in the game and i i, I don't keep rebounds but i'm gonna guess she had in the neighborhood of 10 rebounds last night as well, so a uh, good player. Carly Moran knocked down three three-pointers for them too. So every time it looked like the Big Reds were going to pull away, either Moran would knock down a three or Toutant would, would somehow get away from three defenders inside and score, but they just they didn't get enough of it. Um, and uh, Madison Lanshute had nine points for the Big Reds, and then the, everything else was just kind of scattered. Uh, I thought Jocelyn Williams had a good ball game. She um, does things that don't show up in the stats. Yeah, like she's got quick hands. She plays defense really hard. She's a hustle player. She gets to loose basketballs. She causes turnovers and steals. Um, she only a, scored four points, but she scored them late in the game when they needed them. She's a player that if she like got hurt or wasn't able to play, I think you'd see a dip in production both offensively and defensively for the Big Reds, and you'd go, well, wh- why is this happening? They're, they they still have their big scores. She's just kind of that, you know, go-to-work kind of player that makes the, the offense and defense go a little bit. She's If you follow the Pistons at all, she's kind of the, the Isaiah Stewart, the person that you can kind of rally around just because of their effort. A spark plug. Yeah. Um, Jaden DeLong, four points. Uh, Maya Jacobs uh, hit a three. Uh, Kayla Dunham came into the game and gave them some good minutes, Got some, only had one point, but got some rebounds, and she's a girl that you don't talk about that much uh, when we talk about the Big Reds. Yeah, well, the Mac Reds still going to be a tough uh, tough sledding for Port Huron High and Gross Point North, who I think is pretty good, knocked off Northern 56-40, uh, despite the fact that Ali Shagney and Camille Keyes both scored in the double digits and Jersey McGregor added 10 boards. Yeah, well, that makes North 4-0 in league and 5-1. and Overall, yeah. Northern really had a chance to make a splash this week because they were playing the top two teams, North and South. Mm-hmm. They'll play South on Thursday uh, in a game that we'll have on uh, Stream 1. But had they been able to win both those games, that league would have been basically a five-team race. Right. Poor, and Dakota's still good. Yeah. Yeah, but De- at 0-4, Dakota's really the only team that's kind of out of it now. Yeah. But, yeah – be because they are a threat, though, to knock anybody off that they play, uh, and you've got to work hard against them. Um, this it, it really could have been a, a monstrous uh, week for Northern and PH, uh, and PH gets Ike on Thursday at Ike, uh, and they're kind of right in the middle of it uh, too. So that's a big game. Well, you want to talk about a team making a splash? How about Marine City going to Roseville and knocking them off? A team that was undefeated in the league before then, um, actually undefeated overall. And I think Marine City kind of got out of their funk a little bit. And, yeah, I, what, Chloe Austin with 14, Layla Comet had 10. So 
Got a typo there. Yeah, I noticed that. Sorry, um, I can fix it right now. I'm that good. Yes, you are. But Marine City now helping out Marysville a lot. Marysville and St. Clair now sitting atop of that gold division. Marysville 3-0, St. Clair 3-1, so they're a half game back. Marine City in punching distance. They have another shot at Marysville. They do. They technically don't control their own destiny, but they are not out of the Matt Gold race by any means. And Roseville has to go to St. Clair on Thursday. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah, I'm going to skip over Marysville for just a second, but we'll come back to them. Because since you mentioned St. Clair, Christina Bohm, 27 last night. So Bohm was the bomb. And guess what happens when she does stuff like that? They win. Saints win. Saints beat Fitzgerald 51-41. to uh, 41. And I want to just say this again. It, we know that the Saints aren't a one-trick pony. Yeah, when Christina Bohm goes off, they usually win. That's because she's the biggest offense output. They have a lot of other good players on that team. None of them have just had a – well, one had a huge Yeah, game. Laura had a 20-point game in, against Sterling Heights. Right. But besides that, it seems like if Bohm either is boom or bust – it's either she's in the mid-20s or she's at, like, five. And in the games where she was shut down, Marysville just played stellar defense that night as a team. Um, and Jersey McGregor, uh, who is a, a big force when she wants to be in the post, was able to stop home. Speaking of which, Chippewa Valley, who St. Clair took care of, they're 3-1 and one in the MAC blue, by the way. And the Saints shut them down. Yes. Yeah. Just, just so that was just a quick note. Yeah. And, but speaking of shut down, Marysville huh, held Sterling Heights to 11 points, 51 to 11. Caitlin Kane and Natalie Husson in the double digits in that one. Yeah, Kane had 11 and Husson had 10. You know what those numbers tell me? That uh, they got to rest those players. Yeah. Because Kane had, had back-to-back 20-point uh, games. Um, and against Sterling Heights, I just assumed it would be a third, but that tells me that they didn't have to use those kids much. Probably mid-third quarter, they got to play a lot of other people extended minutes. Yeah, and after Marysville gave up 56 points in the opener to Port Huron, you know what the Vikings are averaging giving up defensively, including that game? 27 points a night. That's the, they, they work hard. They work hard. And they like, I don't know what their practices are like, but those kids are in shape. They, they don't. Lot. They don't get tired. No, because they run a lot. And and they get and they play at a high pace, like they they don't slow down during the course of the uh, the game. Uh, and again, another team that I keep wanting to point out to people because we're going to see them at district time. Anchor Bay girls are good, and uh, they beat Utica fifty eight to thirty seven uh, last night. So another win for them. Yeah, they're sitting at uh, five and one in the MAC White, or four, three and one, five and one overall. Lawrence Cruz North still undefeated in in the MAC White. Handful of boys games. They were all mostly up in the thumb last night, but mm-hmm. another tight one for Sandusky. They like these close games. Forty-one thirty-six. They beat uh, Unionville Seabowing. Matt Carlson, who had that uh, game-winning shot, uh, the first game of the season that we did, finished with twelve. And Zach Franzel scored nine points. Uh, Ubley over Memphis, forty-six to twenty-eight. New Haven Merritt beat uh, Burton Faith, sixty-seven thirty-eight. And Deckerville beat Genesee. 54-40 to 40 in boys' games played last night. And we mentioned before Marysville Hockey knocked off Notre Dame Prep, 5-1. to one. Three goals for Noah LaValle, three assists for Ty Van Hootigan. So the Vikings That's a hockey, hockey name, Van yeah. Hootigan. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. So a lot of big action the last two days. And now we're starting to see, I mean, you look at some divisions like the Matt Gold, there's four teams that could win that in girls' basketball. The, red, the MAC Red, not quite as up in the air because, I mean, Gross Point North has a two-game lead on everyone except Gross Point South. I still like, okay, to me, if I'm PH, I'm doing this one at a time. You're at Ike Thursday. You win that game. You have a chance to catch Ike in the standings, uh, and then you go from there. Then you wait to get your second chance against Gross Point South and Gross Point North. Um, if you get that, I, I don't have a schedule in front of me. I don't know if they're only playing once this year. Or no, if the girls twice. play through twice. Yeah, so you, you still have a chance to do damage in the league 
Yeah, gonna, Mary, and uh, and they've Hill. got back-to-back important wins, Renaissance and Dakota. And now if you win at Ike, that's a big week for your program. Huge. And it builds confidence come district time. Absolutely. And you're doing it without Emma Tremblay because she can't play right now. Mm-hmm. And then when you get her back, it only makes you better. You just got to get ready for, for the playoffs, baby. All right, we'll take a break, and then we'll uh, do our final segment when we come back. Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest-growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They are open weekdays, 830 to 430, or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Because uh, Brady doesn't get us into enough trouble. Well, you, he wants to do something you, you, next you week. Want to that, that's, that's Yeah, because it's, it's going to make a stir. Yes, oh, it's going to make it's, a stir. It's going to make right. a stir, even more so than like uh, doing a top ten or a top five or even picking games. It's going to make a stir, uh, a stir, and people are going to like love us and hate us. Yes. And it'll be fun. It's going to be very interesting. And that's the purpose of it yes. is to get everybody going. And I think also we'll have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. I like this idea we're going to do next Wednesday. I fear it, but I'm going to do it because it will be fun. It will be a lot of fun. And uh, that's all we'll say about it for now. That's, you don't want to give the, the concept? No. Because no. you know people will be twi- twittering advice to you. Twittering advice to me? Yeah. I don't need them. Oh, you don't need them? No. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're just afraid Folsom will sell you on somebody, and it'll end up being a bad pick. 
When has Folsom steered you wrong, ever? I don't know. He was hyping up Armada a lot against Crosslex, <laughs> and then but you stayed with Crosslex. I did. You stayed with Crosslex, so he tried to. But anyway, <laughs> so we got some games coming up this week that should be um, entertaining. A lot of Northern in the next two days. Uh, tonight, you get to see the Big Reds, the boys' Big Reds, for the first time. Yeah, I haven't seen them yet uh, this uh, season. Centerline's and- Athletic. That's going to be a good game. Centerline at Port here on High Stream one seven p.m. And then I get to see the St. Clair boys for the second straight game. They take on uh, Port here on Northern. First time I get to see the Huskies. So I believe after this, after tonight, at least in our main five, I mean, I know you haven't seen Croslax. You were supposed to. Yeah, I was supposed to see Croslax. That one got changed because of the snow. I haven't seen Marine City. And you have seen everyone but Cross Lex. Okay. I'm seeing. P- I haven't seen PH. I'm going to see them. Well, we twice. haven't seen Mooney either. But um, and I, uh, I've only seen Marine City the one time. I'll see them again on Friday because yeah. they play PH. Yeah, that should. That, that, I'm very interested to see how that game goes. This will be my second chance. Um, tomorrow will be my second chance to see the Northern Girls. I've only seen them once, and that was the Anchor Bay game. Oh, you, yeah, you saw them early. And, they, yeah, they, they're, they've been a lot different since. Coincidentally, tomorrow, uh, again, the two games tomorrow, you have Gross Point South at Port here on Northern on Stream 1. I have Warren Fitzgerald at Marysville on Stream 2 in girls basketball action. Marysville might shut them out. I'm, I think it's safe that nobody from Fitzgerald's listening to our podcast. <laughs> Marysville might shut them out. They, they have athletes. <laughs> like they, I'll put they it this way. It, 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 it'll be tough for Fitzgerald to get to 20. They may get to 20, but it'll be tough for them to get their 20 points. Yeah, and coincidentally, I will see the Fitz, Fitzgerald girls more than I've seen the Marysville girls <laughs> so far this well, year. Well, you'll like what you see from Marysville, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's. it's an, I'm glad we're starting to see. And that's the thing about basketball and doing so many games during the week is we can kind of expand and see more teams. Football, I saw Port here on High once. I think I saw St. Clair twice, and the rest were Marine City and Marysville just because we had a six-game schedule, and we tried to fit as much in as we could. And I saw High and uh, Northern. I basically hung out at Memorial Stadium and did all the home games there, and I had one game in in Marysville. I didn't see Marine City actually play all year. Yeah, you went down to St. Clair once too. Yeah. Yeah, that's when they played Roseville. Um, But, no, with this and then when we get into the summer – and or the, I guess the spring sports, and we're doing baseball and softball, we're going to be able to go around and see a lot of different uh, players and a lot of different teams. And that's what I like because, again, getting able to see something in person, I, can talk, I feel like I can talk more about it. Like, for example, I know Parker Lewis at Emily City is a good player. I know he's talented. I've never seen him play live. So now, I've seen I, him play live once, and that was in – when's the last time they played basketball? 20. <laughs> so that was last, like, you. January yeah. during the, the tournament over at SC4. Yeah. So not that we can't talk about him because you look at things and you try to deduce uh, information, but sometimes the numbers lie and getting to see how people play, how they interact with each other, that's how I, why I feel like – it gives us more of uh, more credibility like with ugly football yeah we cover them we like to talk about them they made a run to the state finals we never got to see them play which is the unfortunate part but that's that's the good part about doing 12 games a week is you get to see a lot of basketball and then you get to see how the teams when when you get to see two teams finally meet up that's the fun part Okay, uh, you want to mention SC4? Yeah, we can do that. I think we're doing – I think we mentioned it on Mondays, but we're going to be doing uh, two SC4 games. Uh, they play Alpena Community College at 3 and 5, um, so an early night there. Um, yeah, I believe we'll be doing the SC4 Skippers uh, games uh, for the rest of the year. I, there's, what, four home – we're going to do home dates. Yeah, there, there's, there's five, five home days. dates, and we're committed to four. Right, because right, one is the district finals for the girls. Yeah, and we, which we're pretty confident we're going to have I two think, games that yeah, night to do. Yeah, we'll have someone in probably the Port here on High, Northern Marysville District, and the other ones like Marine City, St. Clair, uh, and some Richmond maybe. Yeah, I, I, 
And you also have the BWAC district of yeah. like Crosley. So I, I Almont, think Almato. I think there will be two uh, two districts in our area with local influence that we'll yeah. want to cover. So um, yeah, so for the home games, we get to see some little college basketball. A lot of the thing I like about doing SC four is it's still local. It's I mean it's right in the middle of Port Huron, and a lot of local kids play on these teams. Yeah. There are, there are a lot of kids whose names will be familiar to you because they played basketball as recently as last season for high school teams uh, in the uh, area. Uh, I, th- I think uh, you'll, you'll like the men's games a lot because it's very guard-oriented at the junior college level. Big guys go and play for big schools, um, so it's not a lot of – post up it's a lot of running jacking threes and it's high scoring basketball in that league well looking at the roster it looks like their girls only have seven players listed but here's some names you might remember morgan mcconnell good player great player maya jansen yep jenna holzberger yep anna la montaigne yep there's so right there, you had a couple of Lily Saint, Conley, couple of Saint Clair kids, Croslex, Croslex kid, a PH kid, and then uh, what a Marysville kid in there. No, uh, two Saint Clairs, a Marine City, a Port here. Marine on City, it. that's yeah. right, McConnell. And then the two not local is Janae Smith, who played at Centerline. So you probably saw. I saw Janae Smith play yeah. for Centerline yeah. against uh, Marysville and Marine City, and then Brooklyn Taylor from De- Dearborn Henry Ford. And uh, Brooke has been the point guard. What was the the point guard there last year? So, not not a, not a player that you would be unfamiliar with because I, I did some SC four games. So if you've followed me from radio to this, you've heard me say that name before. Yeah, and then not as many uh, local players. I mean, you have Trevor Boers from KPAC on the roster. You have Andrew Geiger from Brown City, um, Jackson Allen from Richmond. Um, and Jackson that- Allen got into a game last year and and completely changed it. They were down big, and he came into the game and scored like 10 points in five minutes and gave them a chance to win. Uh, and I don't know that he played a lot last year, but in that one game, he was a difference maker. You have uh, Riley uh, Bug from North Branch. Who can shoot. He can shoot the lights out. And then just some kind of like within the arm's reach, Andrew Slater from Lons Cruz. Um, so you probably saw them, but – Here's something else I just noticed, and we can talk about it for a second. Why do these schools in the thumb always seem to have someone who's like six foot seven or six foot eight <laughs> when they have to pick from like two hundred boys? Corn fed, man. I like. I don't get it. Like, it seems like Brown City always has a tall kid. Harbor Beach always has a big kid. Like, you go up in the thumb, and there's always that one center that's just like, oh, hello, as you look up to them. Fresh air. Good vittles on the farm. Apparently. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, doing some SC4 games, and I guess as we finish this out, we can mention the Prowlers played this weekend. They have two games. They probably don't want you to mention that. No, we'll mention that they play this week. I think, actually, their first practice was Monday. Look, from what I've seen and talked to people – I believe that they did not have, like, an organized practice with enough people to, like, you know, do a hockey practice until this Monday because guys were still getting into town, things like like they had to get arrangements. It's not like the NHL where it's, okay, we're here, we're, all right, we're coming. Like, people have jobs and people have, like, lives they need to figure out how they're getting into. What did Joe say when we talked to him? He's like, yeah, when we get back, we have to start moving furniture for people to get into their houses. <laughs> yeah. So, after a rough first weekend, I anticipate things will get better because if they get all the guys that they're supposed to have this year, um, they'll have a very good lineup. Yeah. Yeah, so they play, what, Friday and Saturday at 7.30? I think it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday against Columbus. Do they have a Sunday game against Columbus? Hold on. Or is that maybe that's the following weekend that they had three at home. I think it There was a weekend where there's three at home. Um, Let me look this up real quick because I thought it was just the two, but I have been wrong before. Not often. This doesn't make sense for Columbus just to come up and play two. Well, it doesn't make sense. I think to, it's their only trip up here, too, It doesn't year. make sense to go down there for one game, but that happened last year. Yeah, but that's because the league hates us. <laughs> they no. do. No, they have a Thursday. Fr- okay. Well, th- all right, so they play up here uh, the 26th and 27th, and then on the 4th and 5th, 
Port Huron goes down there for two games. Okay. So. So that was it. Yeah, it's uh, the the twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. I think thinking. Columbus gets to play a lot of home games this year. Well, yeah, because Carolina's not is playing all road games. Yeah, which doesn't make sense to me either. But I don't make the rules in that league. They kind of make them as they go. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, but anything- they're they're trying to play rather than miss an entire season. Right. Anyway, anything for the good of the cause before we go? No. Uh, we'll have our, an updated top five on Friday. We'll do an updated top five on uh, Friday. And then uh, just look forward to uh, next week when uh, Brady tries to get everybody angry at us. <laughs> that's, how, that's what I'm calling that. It will, I'm calling that Brady's attempt to get everybody angry at us. It will us. be a spirited debate after that segment. <laughs> Ooh, I just had another idea for it. We can talk about it off the air. Oh, but Okay. I'm I'm going to hit the close because I can see the smoke coming out of his ears right now. So I got to get it before he forgets it five minutes from now because he saw something shiny. Are you going to hit the close? <laughs> I'm just seeing if you saw something shiny yet. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.